What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. Well, this week on my mind, there's been a lot of things. Uh, mainly being a internet, internetless refugee, and uh, I don't have internet at my house. I haven't had it for like six days, so I commandeered an office, and uh, it was time to do a fireside chat. So, as always, my trusty, dusty, motherfucking sound engineer, DeMarco. That would be me. What up, bro? How's That's it going? right. So, I, I can't help but talk about this immediately. You didn't get hit with any fucking snow. No, we got, ice. we got, we had a little bit of ice. Like, I woke up. Uh, so, that what ice came on Friday, overnight Friday into Saturday, right? I think. Mm-hmm. And I woke up Saturday morning, probably yeah. like seven. And there was ice on the trees, like high up in the trees and probably maybe about 10 feet off the ground in the trees. But it was already like 40 when at seven o'clock in the morning. So I think like the ice, the ice and snow line seemed to be about 30 miles north of here. Because I think outside of the hills, pretty much as south as uh, Monmouth got ice. It was so shitty. Like I I love (laughs) snow. But fuck freezing rain, man. Um, we there. I should send pictures to you. Yeah, there is still a massive cleanup going on where I live. We lost so roads were closed because trees fell down. Yeah, uh, they closed the highway 43 that was closed for like two days because they were saw Asplen, uh, like arborists were. They're contracted with uh, Portland General Electric. They were uh, cleaning up all the the power, like the trees and the power lines and mm-hmm. shit. Like it is, it looks like a fucking war zone. It seriously looks. I had to. There were guys that I'd hire some guys to come to my house, clean up uh, all my all the down shit, dude. Like that's wild. It's, it's insane. Yeah, we absolutely we didn't like. I mean, we got there was quite a lot of trees that came down here because we got a lot of wind and we got just enough ice that it was able to collapse. Like I live near a park and the park, there's a, a nice little, like a trail that cuts through the grass over there. And two, there's two huge Oak trees that just lost two huge limbs across it. And there, I know that like in uh, the Hills around Corvallis, they, in West of town, they lost power for at least three or four days. Um, yeah. But nothing here. Like we, um, Becca and I over the weekend on Saturday decided just to like just to go somewhere just just to go somewhere so we just drove up the coast to Tillamook and then drove back east over into uh, Forest Grove and came back down 99 and like up north it was wild like how many down trees that were just cut across the road that they had just moved to the wow. side and like driving through the pass on um, uh, what road is that, is that uh, eight that goes from Tillamook into Forest Grove or six maybe um tons of snow in the past still it was wild yeah and we got we got nothing really it was no big deal at all oh that's nice that's nice i mean yeah but i mean fuck that i i survived it definitely made the uh 75 hard terrible uh <laughs> the gym was closed so i had to do like i had to do i saw your instagram stories of you working out here garage yeah, dude. Was, well, I had to work out in my buddy's garage because as soon as I lost power, I was like, I am getting the fuck out of here. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> so I just I stayed, at, I stayed at my buddy and his wife's house uh, and ended up having to do a workout in the garage. And it was just, it was awful. It was awful. But 
things are almost back to normal. That's the house nice. is cleaned up. They had a tree fall in my house too. Oh, really? So that was, yeah, it didn't do any damage. Oh, didn't do good. any damage. That's good. Yeah. So we are, I'm like, I was a refugee. I stayed at my buddy's <laughs> house and I, I pretty much moved in with my girlfriend for a hot second. Yeah. And then I had to, now I'm working out of my office. Like there's no one there. I'm just in this massive unfinished office just getting internet. That's just to, just to pick off the Wi-Fi. That sucks. Yeah. So tomorrow, hopefully tomorrow, I've, I've been told that they'll be out tomorrow to fix, to get the net back up. So if you're uh, hearing any weird sounds, it's because uh, I'm not in a soundproof safety bubble. Yeah. You know, that's, that's part of the, that's part of the, or any weird sounds. You hear any screaming i was just talking people now we were out uh walking we walked to get lunch today and while we were out it was just like all literally all you could hear was chainsaws or construction trucks so it's like it's definitely i was joking it's like you can tell it's winter in oregon when you just hear chainsaws all day long in the distance yeah dude i'm fucking ready for spring i know me too. i'm over it this is this time of february is when i'm just like you know i like i like the cold i prefer the cold to to the heat, but I would prefer sunlight to the darkness after after a good, you know, two and a half months. I've already got a countdown. So the 75 heart ends on March 15th. Nice. And or maybe I think it's the 14th. But then after that I go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. I do I do I do an Arizona trip every year just to get I just can't I get I just can't deal with the 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 shittiness of the weather, yeah, the cloudiness. So I, I go down to Arizona every year, get some, get some sun, man. I there can't, I can't, I can't wait. That'll be fun. I can't wait, dude. Yeah, I don't think I don't have any. I don't have any vacations. Well, I have a small vac. My uh, Becca and my anniversary, second anniversary, is at the end of March. So I think we're gonna go. We were gonna go to like the Olympic Peninsula and maybe like find an Airbnb or something. Um, but Why would you go to the Olympic Peninsula, dude? It's going to be even I've shittier. I've always wanted to go there. I've always wanted to go hiking there and climb Mount Olympus. Yeah. And then, like, the nerd in me good. wants to do, like, wants to go to Forks just to see all the stupid Twilight stuff. So oh, get that. <laughs> no way. You yeah. did, are you seriously a fan of that? Mm-hmm. Unironically, Bro. I, love, I love Twilight. Are you it's, fucking It's entertaining me, trash. I, I don't know. I do, I just don't know how I feel about it. whatever, man. It is what it is. <laughs> this is the thing that destroys the pot. <laughs> this is twenty some episodes in. Demarco how finally tells you <laughs> how could you like how, vampires? How could, how could you? What? what, what? <laughs> you seriously yeah. like fucking Twilight? Yeah, why not? It's good trash. It's like no, it's, it's not. It's good. It's good movie if you just you don't want to think about and just be like just dumb movie turn off brain kind of movie. Put on the grandma's boy. I have not seen that, but I have had like so many people say that that's a really great movie. I want to punch you in the face. You've had to, you've made time to watch Twilight, <laughs> and yet you haven't many seen time. the masterpiece. Many times. This grandma's boy. How wait? How many times are we talking? Oh, I don't know. I've seen the whole series like maybe like three or four times get the fuck out of here yeah you know what you know ask me how many times i've seen it uh i'm gonna guess it's maybe once or zero fucking zero dude (laughs) zero i want to go part of that it's a good time it's ridiculous they drive cool cool cars they have great clothes you know what's not to like 
I mean, a lot of things. The fact that it's like <laughs> oh, it's, vampires, it's garbage. It is absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. But it's really good. It's good garbage. To be fair, to be fair, there's just nothing wrong with a little vampire film. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm just I'm trying to think. Like I got into uh, Underworld. I think when I was oh, a yeah. kid, those like, are good a, movies. Those are good. That that was a good one. Uh, what is it? Uh, a conversation with a vampire. The Tom Cruise oh, interview, interview with a vampire. Yeah, interview. I haven't, that one, I haven't seen bad. that, but I've heard it's very good as well. Blade. Bl- oh, What's Blade up? is fantastic. Blade. Those are not all vampire movies. Nah. Are, are trash. You just gotta. You just, gotta take uh, it. You gotta take it for. It's not cinema. It is not a. It is not great film. It's it's trash. It's literal garbage. But it's entertaining garbage. You know. I'm just I'm not buying it, man. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Every once I'm ashamed. every once in a while, uh, we'll watch it just like over the course of like three or four nights, just watch all however many movies. How many movies are, are you getting there? high and making fun of it? Oh, most yeah. That's what's so fun of it, is that it's like the story is just just enjoyable enough to hold your attention, but then yeah, most of it is either stone or sober, just riffing on the movie the whole time. It just it's it's the okay. like the whole reason I watch like really sh- the shittier horror films the better is just for the entertainment value of just roasting them the whole time. Okay, okay, now now we're starting to make a little bit more yeah. sense. That's start that's starting to make a little bit more sense. If you if you're if you're watching it and shitting on it and not, I, I thought you're like, oh, I am. I don't get it twisted. I'm Team Edward. All day, every day, all day. But I will. Those movies are so roastable. It's so much fun. And you're just respect visibly, was just, just earned. You're just it was earned, and now it's lost. You're so visibly uncomfortable right now. It's great. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I can't believe you. Let's whatever, dude. What happened to Wall Street bets? I, I, I'm not uh, gonna lie to you. I lost. I, I, I got, I got, in, I invested. Mm-hmm. I'm still holding AMC, and then mm-hmm. I, I think I got bored. Although the power went out, and I lost. Oh, it's a lost I mean, it's probably so better you lost money. interest, so you're still holding. It's, I mean, it's still. It's still going. It's not it like the public attention has gone at least now that okay. people aren't like obsessed with it, so it isn't getting too much attention. But uh, the guy deep fucking value testified in front of the House Finance Committee or uh, what I think it was Finance Committee or whichever committee is oversees uh, the Treasury and the markets. Mm-hmm. Um, he testified, and it was. He did a fine job, but he's just like they tried to make him out to be like some guy who had who's who was like a licensed financial advisor, and he's not. He worked for I forget what he did, but he wasn't licensed in any way and didn't have any kind of like what do you call it, like uh, legal cachet to be able to give financial mm-hmm. advice. So there's no he has no liability on him. He just liked the stock and bought it. So mm-hmm. and I guess he doubled down too after after his um his interview but it's slowly going back up so I think what's going to happen is it Did will he, probably go back up. Yet? No, he's still holding. I think he might have sold he might have liquidated part of his position but not the entire thing. Cuz I think he I like he so. made, I mean, he made life-changing money from like a third of his investment and his entire family never has to oh, work yeah. again. 
Well, he was at $46 million yeah. the last time I checked. And I, again, I don't know what happened. Life happened. The storm happened. I became a refugee. <laughs> and uh, I just sort of, I just, you know, our 24 second news cycle, I got real interested in that. And then I dipped the fuck out into something else. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you updated me. I need to get back on that, man. Yeah. I opened a bunch of investment accounts and poured money into them. And, and now, didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I'm not, I thought I was going to be a day trader and oh I just bought God. a bunch of shit. And now I'm holding just it. Just keep holding it. It'll come cool. back. AMC hopefully will come back. That's, I got my, that's one stop. Dude, I got fucking crushed on that. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I haven't even looked. I know, other, I know a friend of mine put like four, three or $400 into AMC. And that was his big one. And he just got wrecked. I, I didn't. I only have like maybe two shares of AMC. So that was smart. I well, and I, I did luckily, buy Doge I, though. Oh yeah, I I bought Doge, and I have a I have uh I have a decent amount of Sundial too, and Sundial is doing pretty well. It's up like over dollar fifty now, I think, and holding Fuck. pretty steady. Oh, I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna grab it. I bought. I was in, told like, there was, like, are no cents. more. I was told that there are no more penny stocks now. Everything's about a dollar. No, that's, there's tons of penny stocks. I mean, there's still like there's different exchanges too, besides just like the big ones like you know New York or Toronto and Hong Kong. Uh, I think London, and there might be one in Germany too. But there are still are. I don't know exactly what they're going to call a penny stock. If it's literally pennies, or if it's just less than a dollar, then technically Sundial was a penny stock, and now it's up over a dollar. I got a I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the world, like especially America, do you think we've all just sort of calmed down now that Trump's out of office, and you know, everyone? It feels like things are just a, just a scotch more calm now. I don't know. I think if, people are winding down. I don't know if people are more calm. I think it. I honestly think it's because the media has just stopped paying attention again. Now that there's your pretty like bootlicky liberal in office they're now just like okay everything's fine there's nothing has changed and even though literally everything is pretty much the same except biden's not doing a half bad job with the pandemic so far even though today uh which we're recording this on february 22nd is 500,000 people have officially died 500,000 americans have officially died from covid-19 we're 150,000 people away which is like at this rate like a month month and a half away from surpassing the uh, death toll of the Civil War, which is just blows I mean, my mind. I don't. I really know. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I did to be a hundred percent real, not PC at all. I am so fucking over this bullshit. Oh yeah, I'm done. Oh yeah, I'm done I mean, with the I'm mask. Even getting to that point. I'm done. I'm done. I don't fucking care anymore. I mean, it's so bad. I've been I've been feeling this way. Well, I mean, I was pretty over coronavirus about a week in, mm-hmm. uh, but now I'm because it's winter and we're just now opening up, dude. I'm to the point now. It's like we gotta fucking stop. Let's open everything the fuck back up and let's just live our lives. You fuckers have now. Wow, I'm getting wound up right now. You, you have you have the fucking <laughs> vaccine. Figure out a way to distribute it. I'm fine. My roommate had it. I never fucking got it. Like, I understand there are people with comorbidities and whatnot. Get them fucking vaxxed. Let's go. Yeah. Let's I mean, go. I am tired of this. Dude. I am. I am, I am so very tired. much. I'm very much an introvert and very much a, a hermit anyway. And I am 
I was like, I was out running yesterday and just listening to like, like Young Jeezy and just kind of like club hip hop like that. And I was just like, fuck, man, I hate people and I want to go to a club. You know, I missed it. I miss, <laughs> I miss shit like that. But it's like, I got my first, my first dose about three, three weeks ago, and I get my second one, uh, end of next week. And you know, even though I get mine, it still is going to be like at the rate they're vaccinating, it's going to be fucking December before they even get close to herd immunity. There's still probably another well, another year of this potentially. And the, yeah, and the shitty thing about this too, and I'm full disclosure, guys. I am a bit of an idiot on this. So I, I'll, I'll browse the news and I'll be, or I'll listen to something. Like, dude, the cases are down. Like, dude, it's fucking down. Let's go. Let's yeah. open it well, up. Well, see, this is exactly like, what, this is progress. close. This is similar to what happened in, say, like in early June when everything had been locked down for about six or eight weeks and cases started to kind of level off and they were like, we beat it. We flattened the curve. And when in reality is you have to flatten the curve and then hold for like another eight or 10 weeks until the curve is dead and then you can open up. But at this point, they're just, they're probably going to repeat the exact same cycle and try to open up in like March or early I, April dude, and just, there'll be a whole nother wave by May or June. Listen, if, if they fucking shut it down, I'm leading the goddamn revolt, dude. <laughs> I, if, if we open up, like, we're going to, no, no, dude, I'm leading a fucking revolt. Enough is enough. I'm done. I am done, dude. I want summer. I want to go to concerts. I know. Dude, I it's miss, so bad. Dude, Honestly, tell also, me about concerts, man. I, I understand that what I'm saying is selfish, but I don't fucking care at this point. I've been, wow, I've been just, I've just been, just caged. I'm like a fucking like a caged, caged animal, dude. And I want to get out. I want <laughs> to get out. I want to. I don't want to wear a mask anymore. I want to be able to smile and frolic in public. You know. I don't know, bro. I'm I was just, gonna I'm say. I don't know. It. I don't know how. I don't know how this. Is. I am not extroverted. I'm. I am mildly extroverted, but mostly introverted. And I don't know how like full extroverts have handled this the whole situation. Because I up until yeah. about maybe a month ago, I've been pretty fine. You know. Let me give you the rundown of how. Let me give you the rundown of how your boys handled mm -hmm. this. I'll tell you everything. Mm -hmm. Start of coronavirus. Don't think it's real. Okay. Don't get scared. I I relax. Uh, single at the time. Uh, start working from home. Start drinking heavily. Doing a bunch of drugs. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Uh, <laughs> then I quickly realized that that was not a good path. Stopped. Crushed it at work. Started meeting chicks in parks, going on park dates, right? No park dates. That's, that's uh, so that was romantic. a good move. That's so oh, dude, dude, oh, dude. It was, so here's what you do. When I, I bought a Arctic backpack cooler, and I would mm -hmm. fill it up with like a six pack of beer. Oh, stop! And, and then like, and then no, I swear to God, dude, this is <laughs> this is money. And then I'd fill up a, uh, I grab like a little case of white claws. And I just come to the park and be like, hey, what's up? Like, I have these drinks. And I'd be like, I have these drinks if you want to drink them. Sometimes I buy food for us. So it'd be like a picnic park date. Yeah. Dude, absolutely met a lot of girls on there. And it was a good like buffer for dating people. Oh, yeah. The coronavirus was because like I did some virtual dates. I was fucking lame. Virtual dates Hated would it. suck. No, they they were it never they never worked out good for me. Oh, but yeah. I w it was a good it was a good buffer because if a girl wouldn't meet me in person due to coronavirus, which to be fair is responsible, but dog, I don't give a fuck. You either you either ride, you ride <laughs> oh or God. die, and you gotta be willing to take risks. 
I'm a fucking risk taker. Okay. And you I can't need a handle girl me with a, a COVID. Taker. You can't handle me at my worst. <laughs> hey, you're all I'm trying to say is I never got it. I never got it. And I live life normally, but <laughs> anyways, so ended up actually meeting a fucking really cool girl got locked down during mm-hmm. the lockdown. So that was weird. Um, and, uh, then my gym rebelled and they opened up. So then I was able to kind of really live life. Uh, well, no, wait, we have to go back. I'm, I'm going too far. F- did my first 75 hard when things kind of opened back up mm-hmm. through a giant party. No one got COVID. It, w- it would have technically been a super spreader event though, but I did it. <laughs> Summer, it was, it was outside guys. Fuck off. It was great. Um, and so, so I've lived life basically as if COVID didn't exist to the best of my abilities. I just, mm-hmm. I just soldiered on. Uh, my roommate got COVID. I never got it. Um, I wouldn't go see my parents because they were elderly, but everyone I was around was young. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I just kind of live on it. Because to be fair, to be fair, I looked at it this way. Uh, and if you have a different opinion, that's cool. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. I don't really care. This is how I had to live life. <laughs> I, if I were to shelter in place, I would fucking kill myself. I can't do it. <laughs> I cannot. I'm not wired that way. See, look I, at me. I'm, 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 not, I'm on, I have a fucking podcast. I love to talk. This is what I do. Okay. It's what I do. But, uh, some people can shelter in place. Some people like to play video games. I like to fucking go outside. I like to cause trouble. I've done a lot so of hiking. So I tried to do that as much as I did a lot of hiking with over the summer and have, you know, sporadically through the winter when it's been, you know, not torrentially raining. Um, but for the most part, I've been good, you know, <clears throat> barring like, you know, I'll have those every like three months or so. There's like a week where I'm just super restless and I'm just like, I want to do something. I need to do something. I need something that I just find a project and do that. And I get through that mood and then <clears throat> just carry on. But you know, it's just been like I haven't left, you know, I haven't left the state of Oregon in God like two years and I need to get out of here. Uh, but like for the most part, it's been like it has definitely been hard because it's just like now, especially we're fucking nearly a year into this. And I'm just like, OK, the whole like I'm at home every day thing has worn off as being fun. And now it's just kind of like mundane and I need something to do. And I only have so many things I can do at home. And there's only so many places I can go out in the world that I, I I will be happy when this is over. But like, I would personally rather just wait it out until it's actually safe because I'm not worried about myself. I'll have, you know, in two weeks, I'll have the, the next vaccine and then I'll be fine. And, you know, whatnot. But, you know, once you get the vaccine, you can still spread it. So. I'm still worried See, about that. So, so this is that's what I'm that's what that's what I'm fucking saying, man. Like mm-hmm. I, this is me being frustrated right now. Yeah, not understanding the science. I I'm just trying to be rational, but now I'm yeah. gonna get fucking fired. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Well, I mean, are we that's... ever gonna are we ever gonna just fucking move on from this? Like, well, no, we oh, are. You, eventually. I got vaccinated. But you can still spread it, dude. What the fuck does that mean? What is it? What does it, it mean? That like, mean? Okay, so dude, like, I, so this isn't this isn't. And again, I am not an expert in public health, but like I've tried to be knowledgeable about this as best I can. So if anybody hears this and can correct me, I would appreciate it. To the best of my understanding, 
this is not like a pathogen in the way that like you get a bit of it in you and you're you're cooked. This is like this is the same type of like same way you catch like the flu or something like a common cold in the way that there's a certain threshold of like parts per million or however many how much is in you and when you go over that threshold that's the basically like the point of no return for your immune system being able to fight it because at low levels you can feel mm. like coronavirus is a very common type of virus it's not just this particular one um but it has a relatively high threshold of infection or viral load threshold but you can fight it off but you just keep going out and, and if everybody has it then you're just going to catch it and the thing is is that so the vaccines they don't stop your body from being able to like it can still get in you but your body will know how to fight it and the like the latest data about the Pfizer and Moderna ones uh, vaccines are saying that it's like 99 or 98 point something percent capable of preventing death uh, reinfection, symptoms, hospitalization, permanent damage, but you still have it and you can still spread and shed the virus in your like your mucus and your your breath and everything. So the whole point of herd immunity is waiting until Sweet. enough people are vaccinated that it doesn't just ramp up because the the idea being is what we're kind of seeing it now where you have the I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. I'm gonna stop you right there. Hurry up and vaccinate as many motherfuckers. Yeah. No, I mean, that's people. that we're is about, the crux of it. We're is. about to revolt. Biden, listen to me. <laughs> yeah. We are about to fucking revolt right now. I'm just speaking for myself. I don't know, dude. I, I just I'm so if it's not very if it's not apparent, I am so, so over, over this. It. Yeah, I, no, I, I feel so done. I feel done, dude. I, I'm just tired. Even I'm I, just tired of like, I'm know, just tired of like. I got back and say I got vaccinated, but I can still spread. I totally get it, but like I don't want to fucking hear that. Like, yeah, I it's know, like I, I I'm know. just so used. Well, I'm just so it, used to being think of it. This, think of time. it this way, right? So it's a virus. So it replicates, and when it replicates, it mutates, right? So COVID nineteen now has at least three known variants that are like daughter variants that have mutated from the mother virus and they have different viral thresholds they're much more communicable so you have to have much less of it in you i think it's like uh it's 30 percent less or something you know so it's like yeah i mean this the the way to solve this is vaccinate as many people and there's a lot of data coming out now saying that um i don't know if it applies to moderna but i know i saw it for pfizer and i know i saw it for astrazeneca that the two, a lot of the two-stage vaccines, that it's actually showing that it's better to wait longer than six weeks to give a second dose, that the efficacy goes up. And there's like the, it peaks around like, I think they've been saying like 10 or 12 weeks even. So you could get way more people vaccinated because that first vaccination gives you after about two weeks, after two weeks or so that you have it, it's more than like 70% effective at, preventing transmission and almost 100% effective at stopping hospitalization. So it can kill the curve. And you're kind of seeing that now that cases are way down. But if the if people are let, you know, run rampant again and not enough people get vaccinated, we'll be right back in this situation potentially in six months if there's another new variant that's even more deadly, you know? Except this time, except there won't be because there'll be a full-on revolt led by yours truly. <laughs> Not, we're not going. The I'm vaccine not going revolts back. of 2021. And to be fair, dude, I, 
I will lead that motherfucker. I um to be fair, I understand everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm not really prepared to talk about it in a serious <laughs> manner at the moment. No, I know. I just I know. hate it so much. No, I mean I like, just can't. I, I just I'm there with you. Like I'm I can sit here and I can rationalize all this stuff and I can be like what, smart what? and yeah. everything, but I'm just I'm with you too. I'm just like I'm not necessarily looking forward to going back to the real world, but at the same time, like this is starting to get ridiculous. Like we were out walking and I live in a I live in Corvallis, which is where Oregon State University is. It's a decently sized city and this time of year there should be 70 plus thousand people in the city and right now there's like maybe 25 30 if if i'm being generous i was out at 9 30 in the morning walking down one of the busiest streets or what should be one of the busiest streets and i could literally turn front to back and there was not a single soul on the sidewalk within a quarter mile of me and it's just what street it's on monroe Monroe. Oh shit no really monroe and kings not a single fucking person and just like there should be a ton of people out there. And like, even when the pandemic started, like April, May last year, there were still more people out. There's less and less people going out now. And then I don't know if it's people are just getting fatigued of just trying to figure out how to pass the time as best they can, or if people are getting more and more spooked by all the new variants that are more and more dangerous. It's, it's complicated, man, because I was an early adopter. Listen, I'm not an anti-masker. I want to just I want to state that very clearly. I have I have opinions about them, but listen, I'm not a dick. I'll put a mask on because it's not that fucking big of an ass. Exactly. Yeah. I will. I have no I have no problem with that. Whatever. I'm a nice person. But I did catch a lot of heat from some people. Because I just fucking lived my life. I was like, nah, I'm gonna just keep doing it. And I and I gave a very childish response. And I still stand by it. I'm not saying it's logical, but I was like, if the coronavirus takes me out, I'm not fucking supposed to be here. I'll be fine. I never got it. Never got it. Yeah. But I also do know that there are a lot of contributing factors to dying from the coronavirus, being mm-hmm. obese. You know, not not being deficient in vitamin D mm-hmm. and other comorbidities. I fucking yeah. take care of myself. So I really wasn't super afraid of getting it. And I've been around people that had it. I've been tested multiple times. Yeah. I mean, you, talk, you talk a big game I'm immune, about son. living your life, but you still, even so, it's a fraction of what your actual life would have been had this not been yes. going on. So, no, I, I yes. mean, like, I haven't been complete, total, utter shut in. I've been probably up there, but I mean, like, I still go to stores. I still go to the grocery store. I don't go out nearly as much as I did before, but I still go out. I mean, everyone still goes out. And that's the thing is this is, that's why I've had so many conversations over the last week with people where I just get angry because this whole situation is so easy, should have been so easy to defeat if everyone wore, most people wore a mask and most people you know, limited social contact and all of that. But instead you got, I I just don't understand. Like I'm on your wavelength. Is it comfortable to wear a mask? No, I have asthma and I have trouble breathing after about 30 minutes of wearing one, but I'm still out here wheezing my ass through the grocery store because a, I don't want to catch it. And B, I don't want to be responsible for giving it to somebody if I had it, you know? And it's just, it's so easy to do these things. It's like, 
like, so I, see, that's I, it's a so weird thing. The, the responsibility though, like I, I don't know. Like people, I feel bad if I gave someone, I did, I wouldn't give a fuck. I never felt bad about giving someone a cold. If I had a fucking cold, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, the same a cold, fucking a cold can't thing. Kill like, you. That's the thing. A cold can't kill you. Uh, dude, can. I'm pretty sure a cold, uh, the flu can, I wouldn't feel, let me rephrase I mean, it. I wouldn't feel bad if you. I gave someone a fucking flu. The flu kills a lot of people. Right. But not nearly as much as I wouldn't, this. It's, dude, but it's, 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 part of being human again really wouldn't want to give it to any old people or anything yeah. like that i'm just saying i, I i'm just saying this I, one I guess thing i hope I just go ahead coronavirus has been a very good time for me like i was able to journey intrinsically i was able to reflect on my life i was able to do a lot of soul searching set up a lot of very good goals and better myself like as a human being. So I think the time forced to look within was a very positive experience for me and it changed my life. So I'm grateful for that. I'm just frustrated because I'm just tired of it. Yeah. I think that I think that the majority of humans share my point of view like I kind of just like if, and if you say this is a new normal, I'll punch you right no, in the I'm face. Like, I, 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 do, hate, I don't. I hate that I do. bullshit. Yeah, I don't fucking accept that this will ever be normal. I won't. Well, say I and I've, better figure I've out shared my thoughts on the whole new new normal argument, but even from the argument that I give is like, don't fucking call it the new normal because it's not normal. This is abnormal and should be treated as such. Because if you just treat it as the new normal, people start relaxing and stop caring and stop paying attention and stop thinking about it. And that's half the reason why it's gone on so damn long. It's well, it's a dangerous virus because. You get a lot of jack-offs like me that, like, have a tough time to take it seriously. They think they're invincible. And uh, I'm one of these people. Um, and it doesn't seem real, right? Mm -hmm. But it is, if you are immunocompromised, this is very, very real. Yeah. And it's something that you, rightly so, should be, if you're overweight, like, this is something that could, could maybe scare you or whatever. Um, and I respect that. And, and I don't... I play by the rules. I just, I guess this is just me saying I don't fucking like playing by the rules. No, I mean, I'm it's tired like, of it. There's a big, there's a huge difference between like your position of being like, I have these feelings, but you know what? I'm going to do the, the smart thing and the like the kind thing and not, not be an asshole to people. Yeah. Whereas instead of yeah. being like, just totally disregarding them, refusing to wear a mask, refusing to do anything, refusing to get the vaccine, all this shit. That's, see, that's what I'm worried about now is, you know, early on in the vaccinations, like last month, you saw like 30, 40, 50% of like first responders in California and Ohio and New York refusing to get the vaccine, not just like, you know, I'll go at the back of the line. Other people need it first, just straight up refusing because they don't trust it. And like just anecdotally in my, in my life, there's like a very clear divide that it's like, it feels like 50, 50 between people around my age or around our age where there's like like me and you and several of my other friends that have either already gotten the vaccine the like either part their first dose or their total total vaccine dosages or or are enthusiastically wanting to get it as soon as they can and then there's another half that's just like fuck that I'm not taking that vaccine I don't trust it or I don't need it or any of this stuff and it's just like I don't know what happened to people people used to be smarter than this 
you know? It's like I talked to my mom about this, and I'm she, like, goes through and sees all this, like, anti-vax shit, and she's just like, I don't get this. I went to school with kids who had polio, and that was awful. That was a death sentence. And then a vaccine happened, and polio's not a thing anymore, you know? Well, it's just we, we don't have... We don't have trust in our in our government. Uh, you know, I listen. I I uh, I was get the vaccine mm-hmm. if it's offered to me because I kind of have to. And uh, and here's why: I thought about not getting it because I'm immune. But uh, then I realized <laughs> your immunity only lasts. <laughs> then, for I six reali- then I realized. Then I realized. I put uh, drugs in my body, yeah. and uh, I don't know where the fuck those things come yeah, from. Right? So I mean, You're smoking ditch like, weed yeah. from, you know, who knows where. At least in Oregon, you can buy weed at a, a dispensary. You know where it came from, but like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. There, there, are, there are other drugs. I just don't, and, I don't, uh, I don't understand the whole, like, that whole mindset where it's just like, I, I don't want to put that shit in my body. And it's like, okay, you know, 20 years ago when people were talking about, like, you know, vaccines cause you know, could cause autism, could cause cause infertility, could cause all of these things. And every single one of those fears has been categorically routinely debunked by even well, like basic science. There's no there's no argument it, to do it anymore. Well that's that's not true. That's not true. When you when you put any foreign substance into uh, a human being, we all have different drug chemistries. Sure. And so there's always going to be a certain percent of the population that is going to have adverse responses to said vaccines. Oh, sure. That's just the reality of it. Now, the but what people don't really understand is is the risk is probably pretty acceptable. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, we're talking less about like 0.001% or even yeah. 1% of the population. I don't know what it is. But I'm not afraid of this. To support your point, like any drug has that, any any pharmaceutical has, like I take Adderall for my ADHD, that has the potential to give people strokes. Does it happen often? Absolutely not. Is it possible? Yeah, sure. But it's like astronomically small. So it's like, why would I worry about it? If I'm going to yeah. die from a stroke, whenever I'm going to die, I'm going to die. I can't control that, you know? Dog, sometimes you just got to stroke out, stroke out of existence, you know, <laughs> dude, I, I'm, I feel, I want to see not recording a podcast in a while has mm-hmm. been weird. I think maybe that's why I'm so, came in so hot, bro. I've been just, wound like, up. It just came out the side of your neck up. at coronavirus. Oh man, I did, dude. I'm so, I th- but it's great. Everyone's, you know what else is fucking, we have to get future show. All right, so we got Andrew Allen coming on the pod. He's we're gonna do a little seventy-five hard recap, and we got a few uh, we got a few other really exciting guests popped up. But dude, my fucking life goal this weekend, it, I have to find someone to talk about the homeless epidemic that's going on in Portland. Yeah, my- I, I have to. It is out of control. It's it's out of control. I don't know anything about it. It's really hard to find information on it yeah. online. I, I'm pretty sure it's a mental health crisis slash oh, yeah. addiction crisis. I don't know. It's mental but I health want to talk and public to health and you yeah. know and and economic. It's all those things. It's all. It's like it's it's an incredibly complex subject that not one approach is going to work. There's going to have to be dozens 
of to to tackle tiny things to get it to where do we put, people are going to be okay. Yeah, do we put legislation in places in place to like move like break up the homeless camps? That but see that doesn't you know? help. You know they like in my town move them. in Corvallis have to they in Corvallis they have there's like a it's like a two 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 and a half year cycle. Every two and a half years everybody gets pissed off about like there's so many homeless people everywhere they're camping everywhere we need to do something to help them so it inevitably just use ends up with the cops just rousting them and all these people have nowhere to go so they just move their camp like down the road and it just it just keeps repeating the same cycle with no actual like action to help these people That's right. literally all these people need is just help like find out what's the issue is it money is it mental did. health is it physical health who knows all right, I want you to close your eyes and picture my solution. Okay? Mm -hmm. You build facility of containers, right? 20-foot containers. You know you know the kind you guys see, the kind you see on a train. You build that. Little tiny homes, right? You round up all the homeless, okay? You, you give them all the homes in this, in this little, little uh, designated area. Let's say, let's say move it like, 20 miles outside of LaGrande, Oregon, all right? Okay? In the desert, you, you, have, you have this facility staffed with mental health experts, addiction counselors, and uh, I'm not sure what else. Whatever, medical people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we figure out what we can do to get these people to be productive members of society. Can you, you know, and then you can just kind of, you kind of figure out, you know, what their skill sets are, what they might be interested in learning. Maybe they need counseling. Maybe, they, maybe they need help. You know, I don't, I don't know. Again, don't, this is getting real sketch there. Cause I don't mm -hmm. know, like this is almost like a detention center. You yeah. know, I don't know if it's a, and I don't you, know got little you, home, you couldn't though, do it. I don't think you, you know? could do it like out in the desert. Like yeah. you're talking about, it would have to be just localized to the cities. Cause it's all. <laughs> The, the homo homeless problems. There isn't, <laughs> I, as far as I know, there aren't there aren't massive homeless problems like out in the sticks. It's all Corvallis, Eugene, Roseburg, no, Portland, no, Salem. I'm saying, I'm saying you, know. you move them. You move them out there. Oh, they yeah. get some sunshine. They, you know, we've mm -hmm. got a facility. It's 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 we've all we've all just contributed. You just you've relocated them out there to. To 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 start the healing process, yeah. to start reintegration I mean, back in sort I, of sort of done a bit of that with that on the last uh, in November in the last election there was the ballot measure. I voted uh, one for of those it. ballot measures. Yeah, I did too. That was the tobacco and vaping tax. That all of the money is supposed to go to building like addiction centers and help support the whole decriminalization thing to actually help people, you know, which is going to be a massive thing to help with, with homelessness. I just, listen, if it doesn't get better in the next five years, I'm going to be pissed. It probably won't. The rate things are going, I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised. <laughs> honestly. I, I know. So I'm, I'm I, let's see now. Being, and I, and that's why I, after I voted for it, like, like actually just the other day, as I was driving through Portland, um, I realized, I was like, I shouldn't have voted for that. And here's <laughs> why. Uh, I can't believe I went against this. Everything the government touches turns to shit. And I was yeah. like, there's no way they're going to be able to 
out. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? I mean, what what kind what of? We're, I'm gonna have to figure this. out. What we're doing, what Oregon is doing, is basically what Portugal did about 20 years ago. That everybody made fun of Portugal. That they they decriminalized everything and just said, you know, if you, I voted for that too. You know, I I voted for it too because it has been shown to work. It just takes time. But in order for it to work, yeah. there has to be the network of addictions, addiction help, and physical and mental health just services for people to actually utilize because, you know, whatever the case, these people just need help. They need to be listened to and, you know, what's your what's your issue? Let's fix it. Let's help you. And then they're perfectly good people. They can find their way in society. They just need help getting into society, you know? Yeah, and I think so too. And we'll just move them from Portland to an outside area where there's a facility to where they can get that that those the help they need. And I think too, like there is there's a, gotta there's be no way that would work. No. And and there's gotta be some way that like the help has got to be localized to where they are. Because otherwise you just kind of turn it into like an internment situation and just like <laughs> otherize them, you know? And just like, well, we don't want homeless people, so we're just we're gonna put them in the desert. It's fine. They'll be they'll be okay out there. There's no there's no, no dangerous stinks or spiders in Oregon. No worries. This is, this is, it's 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 a ridiculous idea because I do not know how here's the weird thing. I think I think and I'm I'm kind of I'm half joking on this, people. Okay, so just cut me some slack. I'm gonna I'm in a mischievous mood today, but I think I could fucking sell this plan to the state. I think I could sell it to I I guarantee you I could sell it because if you like if you can so I'm I'm solving two problems right and now there's there's a few things and I'm I'm I might be wrong about but like if you pass a law that made it illegal right mm-hmm. and i'm not in favor of locking people up like like animals but you're like listen you can you can either go to jail or you can go to this facility to where we're going to f- figure out how to reintegrate you to into society you could you could pretty much in one foul swoop clean now they're not homeless because they have the containers or whatever they have some sort of housing to live in right and then they have access to Healthcare, uh, and when I say healthcare, I mean uh, you know psychological care, um, d- doctors, whatever, all that bullshit, uh, and and maybe a, a career coach and some way to get skills. But it's 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 not necessarily in the city. It's a way, and it's like you're going. It's like you're going. To, it's like fucking college, but for <laughs> oh homeless people. I mean, there dude, are a I'm, lot of places dude, that have done that and built like, you know, small tiny home villages for people. Because that's a big component yes. is just lack of access to affordable housing. Yes. Yes. And yes. Dude, see, look at this. You're you're kind of no, starting I'm, to come I'm online on right I am, now. I am fully on it. My worry is I don't like I, I I just I don't like the idea of shipping homeless people to the desert. <laughs> but and then involving somehow making it a legal thing. I think it's got to be the police have got the police. I, you know, and I can't speak to everywhere else in the country, but I, I know Oregon pretty well. The police is keep the fucking police as far away as possible from any of this because they'll just fuck it up. They'll end up just killing people. 
you know okay let's and i think like do keep doing know. keep doing you know like have all of those services but it's got to be it's got to be centralized all over the state in all these cities that have these these massive you know amounts of people that are just in need like it's gotten worse in Corvallis here i like i haven't been to portland at least to walk around downtown since about september or october but in Corvallis, you gotta do it. I know around Corvallis, there's you know there's a park that's right off one of the highways that people were camping in RVs. That just you know you're you know you'll it's classic Oregon. It's just like well we're gonna help people. We're gonna uh, we're gonna kick them out and then we're gonna paint lines in the parking lot and you have to apply to get a permit to stay there. Except all the offices are closed. There's nowhere to do it except online. And I'm like, if you're living in an RV or in a tent, I'm going to guess you might not have internet access, you know, and there's no public place to do it anymore. Here's the, here's the thing. I think that my, the idea that I proposed half jokingly is a terrible idea, but we got to fucking start coming up with some ideas because everyone's, everyone wants to be nice. Mm -hmm. You've got other crazy people like, we should just fucking round them up and throw them in jail. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't. I, there's even people that take more extremes, extreme stances than that. Yeah. I'm trying to help them, but like we need some fucking fresh ideas because no, I mean, whatever is. I think, is going I think up, you're on the right track. I, I I I think you're on the right track. Take the take the moving them to somewhere else nope, out, dude. It is the, nope. You are on that. Is, that will help. Just literally the give people desert, help and money, and they'll be fine. I will. We're not giving them money. We're giving them skills. We need to give them both. Um, That's the problem. No, we're going to give them skills to make money. I mean, to, but you got to. Gotta, be, the, I mean, you know as well as I do, you got to have money to make money before you can get. And to get those skills, you still got to have access to pay for things. So it's like, I think like, you know you want to call it like a UBI oh, or a stipend or something, some sort of short-term income until they can get a until you can get established with like a job and a home, you know, then you're on your own. You can figure it out. And we're here to help with other stuff, but money's on you. But I, I have come, well, I have come full circle in this last year. I used to be very against UBIs and thought the concept was stupid and thought it would make people lazy and all your typical kind of like conservative or libertarian position. I'm a hundred percent on UBIs. I think it would be brilliant if we can figure out a way to make it sustainable. Whatever, whatever amount, any amount at this point will help people. Uh, I am in favor of UBI, but I will, the only thing that I would say, and if, for those that don't know, it's universal basic income. Um, my, there's a catch though. All entitlements get cut. See, I don't know if you can do that. It depends on like yep. what are you that, calling dude, entitlements. No, won't do it. But what are you calling uh, entitlements? That's the Medicare, question. Medicare, food stamps, everything. But see, when you go nope. that route, I feel I feel you. But when you go that route, then if you just throw it to the market, this isn't like you know perfect world where people are ethical and moral. It's going to be. Oh, you get two thousand dollars a month. Guess what? Service just went up by two thousand dollars. You know, I mean, yeah, that sucks. But dude, part of the reason I say that is because you still need people to be productive members of society and to work. Yeah. And so my goal with UBI would actually would be to not pay you nearly enough to survive on, because I we all need to work, right? See, I think it should be or something. Out, Go ahead. Sorry. 
You you can't just you can't just pay people. You can't just de-incentivize people to to not work. Like mm-hmm. we already have a we have a big enough problem with people just fucking watching Netflix all day and playing video games, right? Like we need productive members of society. And if you don't, if you, you it should be like twelve thousand dollars a year, and we all get it. You still got to find a job. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I think it should be something like that, like where it's like somewhere like seven hundred to a thousand dollars a month per person. Yeah. And that's it. And then, yeah, you can, if you want to survive on that, go for it, but it's going to suck. But I can speak at least from my position. If I would, if I knew that there was seven, seven, even $700, if I knew there was a $700 check that was going to be in my bank account every single month, I would be so much calmer and so much less stressed and, and able to be more productive. But my worry is that like the way, the typical American brain will go in the economy is that it's going to be people. It's everything is based on their productivity. People shouldn't have to be measured by their productivity. It should just be, you know, are you living and breathing and do you deserve life? Yes. So let's help each other. You know, I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like I've, I've, I put myself, this is only off of personal experience. So like when I hold my feet to the fire, when I hold my feet to the fire and a lot of the times when I was, in college or just out of college and I was broke as shit. I had to buy a car and I was just stretched so thin. I found a way to make more money. Oh yeah. I mean, everybody can figure out how to make more money, but it's the, the thing that has to be mitigated is the handicap that everyone is going to have. And it's going to be different on every person. And it's not, you can't do a utopian type thing where everyone is equal and everyone will figure out, from every single position, everyone is equal. So then it's after that. There's going to be there's going to be inequality. There's going to be injustice in some way. But if you can lessen that, because you know, like you said, you were stretched thin. You could barely survive. But you had a college degree. You had marketable skills. You could get that money. Not everybody has that position or is even able to like be in a position where they can get those things. So it's like trying to lessen the burden of trying to do that. Where College education, let's be honest, is pretty worthless now. You know, you can get a college level education from YouTube right now. Um, oh, for sure, you could do. You could actually yeah. do better because MIT and Yale have courses. Exactly. And I mean, learning shit is for you. Don't fucking need college. Even college is exactly. outdated. It's but a you know, you have a situation where you've had a generational, multi generational Ponzi scheme with uh, student loans and tuition costs that you know is going to tank the economy at some point if something is not done. Even though at this point, I, debt I, is just, I, you know, yeah. magic and not real anymore. But yeah, we're, we got to stay away from that. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would, uh, that would, that would, that would, we could easily, I could talk about that forever. Um, yeah, nope. You should have even brought that up. You know, we're staying away from, it's one money. of those things that it's like, at this point, you know, money never was real. The money hasn't been real since Nixon took us off the gold standard. So who gives a don't, shit at this point? Don't bring, don't bring me down to your level of debasement. <laughs> don't talk to me about gold standards. Oh, you son of a... And we just... And you know what? We printed how much? Two fucking trillion dollars? Yeah. Two trillion... Who? It's all a fiat. Who cares anymore? Damn it. God damn it, DeMarco. Listen. You know? Again, talking out of my ass, but 
we've crossed the Rubicon when it comes oh, yeah. to the debt. We're not getting out of it. In fact, in fact, the reason we don't give a fuck about our budget is we don't buy government bonds anymore. You know how they used to finance wars? We're still in a fucking war right now. Yeah, oh. We buy. We 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 the people used to fucking buy war bonds, and the government would pay us back. They don't do that anymore. We don't have any fucking interest or buy-in into our our budgetary expenditures because we don't hold the debt. Who does the fucking banks hold the debt? Mm-hmm. They don't use us for anything. But it's even and like so even the, the the banks hold the debt, but what do they hold? They hold a few hundred kilobits on a zeros, hard drive. Man. They they own nothing. It's like you well, know, I mean, I'm all I'm are, all for the idea of decentralizing currency with cryptocurrencies, but let's be honest, Bitcoin's gonna crash. It's it's gonna crash. If you look at a chart and you know basic anything about way charts work, it's gonna crash and it's gonna crash just like it did in 2018. And some people are gonna make out like a bandit and some people are gonna get crushed. It's not any currency is not gonna be worthwhile unless there is something physical and actual saying that if I have one of these things, that either I have it or somewhere someone has it and I can get it. Because you used to be able to take a dollar and get $1 worth of gold for it. Yes. So you know? so I don't know if it was Nixon that took us off the gold it was, standard. Yeah, it was I think Nixon. I, it, it, it pre, well, I think I believe it predates that. I would have to I would have to go back and Google that. I'll look into um, that. But, but um, I will say this. Like, I think that Bitcoin, it doesn't necessarily have to be gold. Gold has been the most standard unit of measure. It was, I um, it, so it was FDR. To, FDR took us okay. off the gold standard on June 5th, 1933. Okay, thank you. I don't think, it doesn't sound like something Nixon would do. Um, but <clears throat> uh, anyway, sorry. But it's been the most accurate unit of like, value and holding values for 2000 years. Sure. Bitcoin is a very good unit of of holding value and I, I like it's a, it's a hedge against the the inflation. And by the way, look this up, listeners. Inflation's a fucking hidden tax on all of us as well. Sure. It's a hidden tax on the public. It brings down our buying power. I mean, it's like people um, talk about minimum wage. You know, you always get the the boomer argument of like, you know, when I was 15 in 1972, I made seven fifty an hour and I lived like a king. And it's like, all right, Cletus, seven fifty an hour in nineteen seventy-two money is about eighteen something an hour nowadays. So, you know. Those are arbitrary figures. But <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I gotta get out of here. You gotta get out of here. You're getting me way too. <laughs> I'm getting you charged. And I know we can't talk about because listen, I'm an idiot. I've read I've read like four books, okay, about money, and I, I'm all of a sudden a fucking expert on it. Don't listen <laughs> to anything I'm saying. You know, read but, one book uh, and now you're Ron Paul. Oh, dude, I love Ron Paul. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's. That that is kind of trippy though. I'm gonna go back to it for two seconds and I'm getting right back out. Okay. It is it is it is worrisome that we have all this debt and we're just printing money to like pay for this debt. Did you hear about um I think it was oh my gosh, it was a South American com- country. Mm-hmm. Pull this up like to, to Google South America country gives back IMF loan which is international oh, yeah. monetary that was uh wasn't that chile or peru chile i think so i think it was chile 
Chill. Listen, this is also another thing that's been going on. These fucking banks, they fucking loan like billions of dollars to these third world countries with an obscene interest rate that is not in the interest of fostering these countries to grow. It's oh, the, the, I, fucking the IMF is an, is a, oh, it's, it was Bolivia. Bolivia did it. it the it's IMF Bolivia, is an absolute scam and it always has been. It's a way for so wealth. So is the Federal Reserve. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, it's they're so one, they're essentially one in the same in a way. Like that's every time that the IMF goes, to give a loan, we're just like, we'll help you, we'll help you. Suddenly, the country's being invaded by the West, you know? So, like, Bolivia's doing invaded. the right... They've already had one CIA-backed coup. They don't want another one. Yeah, and they gave the, they gave the loan back, paid the interest, and they yeah. said, fuck you. Yeah. We can never pay this back. We can't pay... You guys gave us a loan to help us? Like, you're raping us. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they would only be able to... To to barely make the they wouldn't I don't even know the, the, I don't think uh, they would the, even get to being a, be able to pay off the principal they'd just be paying off the so interest they would, they would just be paying interest in arrears like behind mm-hmm. they would never fucking they'd be buried in debt and then guess yeah. what would happen the IMF uh, yeah. would issue them another loan and just keep burying them. and then so it would this, be like this, oh Bolivia's economy is so unstable because of their social policies we have to do something to save the people in comes the CIA yeah. you know yeah okay also put that that you have to put that thing so d- we're done we cannot talk dude, we're going to divulge we're on down this, we're on the same page here I know we're gonna divulge down rabbit hole of conspiracy theories. All I will this, say, this actually, all I will say to close off the IMF theory. segment is, do your research. There is a trail of these IMF big money, like crippling loans that they give countries that precede some sort of international intervention to help them, whether it's uh, us invading them and taking our oil and minerals or another country backing a coup and suddenly they're into a dictatorship and, oh, no, they're a danger to us all. We have to stop them. It's all the same bullshit. It's the same the same scam that's been going on for about 100 years, and I'm getting tired of it. I've only been here for 31 of them, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. But in other news, also remain positive because there's a lot of dope ass <laughs> Life's great. Going it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you, you've, you don't, I feel like you've taken advantage of me today. You've got, you got me all wound up with the whole Twilight thing. Well, no, I got myself wound up listening to or talking about the fucking vampires and then look, look, just, just go, go, just go have a weekend. Pirate. Go have a weekend with your girlfriend. Pop on next, you know, Amazon Prime, you know, hop into Twilight, get through the first movie. It's really bad. Second movie gets a little better. Third movie, pretty good. Fourth movie, uh, fifth movie, also pretty good. You know, it's like they're all they're all at like best a solid six out of ten. You know, they're not great films, but they're entertaining. I think I'd rather swallow cyanide than do that. That sounds hey, terrible. You know, come see, come saw. Everybody has their own. Like, <laughs> no, no, man. That's uh, dude. We live in we live in wild. That's good for Bolivia. Also, I know, right? on that, here's a weird. Here's a trippy theory to think about. And this one, I've I, someone told me this. Everyone's like, you. It was maybe it was one of my buddies from South America. I don't remember. But someone said, you think that our people in South America, because we have 
rotating governments. There's yeah. some of these countries, dude. Yeah. You think it's because we're weak, but it's actually because our people are so strong. And I was like, that's a very interesting thing. It's very true. And it's look. also because the United States keeps meddling in everybody's politics and crashing their, their systems before they even yeah. have a shot at working. Yeah, I I've been I've I've really pulled back from I have no idea. I'm so clueless as to what's going. Like I kind of got into the into politics watching mm -hmm. uh the Trump's election. last end which which was okay. There's I have two thoughts here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number 1, it was a fucking pleasure to watch, okay? <laughs> I I I enjoyed. I loved Trump. I never loved him more. the The last part of his his because uh, it was the worst possible oh part of like me. It was just this power hungry, narcissistic person trying to hang on to power. And I had a, I had a conversation with one of my dear friends, Armand who fucking hates Donald. And I had convinced him by the end of our conversation, I was like, you would do the exact same thing, man. If you have everyone that fucking hates you and you're just, <laughs> you just, all you're trying to do is stay in power because you know they're fucking coming for you. As soon as you're out of office, it's just like the fucking Romans, right? When they, when these guys were done being consuls, they would get sued by everybody and they didn't want to. And eventually, one of them was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a dictator." And it was <laughs> yeah. Julius Caesar. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that was. There's a meme I saw the other day that it's just like I love when my professors try to relate to tr relate to the youth when they're talking about Julius Caesar getting murdered, and they were like, "Yeah, Julius Caesar got vibe checked by a bunch of senators." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, dude, Trump was just trying to Trump was trying to get the election overturned and 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 maintain power. Didn't give a shit about the. But I was like, this is hilarious. This is great. I would do the same thing. You better hope I never become president. Yeah, I was just going to say, this whole segment just proves never uh, vote for exactly. Brooks I would for do, president. I would, do the exact, I would do the exact same thing. And uh, But then I, uh, after being entertained, and I'm also, sometimes <laughs> I won't see the word punch drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I took a step back and I was like, oh, like, Yikes. oh shit, this yeah. is getting real sketch. That's real that sketch. Was, that was me when he was running for president. I didn't like him. I didn't vote for him. But yeah. I sure loved love the memes. Him. I loved the memes. The memes were a great time. Yep. And then shit got real. And I was like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have liked those memes. This was bad. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm not doing this again. I call. I've, I've. I called so many people after he got elected. I was die. I was laughing so hard. I was like, I can't believe this. Oh, I too. I laughed. I when he had his inauguration, I thought it was hysterical, and then he started doing shit, and I'm like, oh boy, this isn't funny. I was wrong. <laughs> is, Biden, is Biden a one-term president? Yeah, or I think so. Two you think he's one-term? I don't think he'll make it through his term. I'll be. I'll be honest. I think he'll be shocked if he's <laughs> if he if he is either. Whether he is actually, you know, has late stage Alzheimer's and is and has dementia, and he makes it through, or if he gets deposed and just, you know, said that he's not able to discharge the office, I don't think he'll make if, it through his whole his whole if, term. If he if he fucking listen, <laughs> if he if he has Alzheimer's. Which is not, it's not funny. Like, it is kind of, it's funny yeah. to me. But, like, if we, <laughs> if, sorry, if we elect, or if he, 
if he willingly ran for fucking president and had dementia, I would be so fucking pissed, man. I don't I think, I think, honestly, I think it's, it's, it's a situation of elder abuse where I think it's people around him using him to get power. Cause dude, you, wow, you dude, know? you are so hard to peg. Because I really don't, you, I really you, like, you, I don't think that, huh? You hate him. I, I have no feelings about Joe Biden. I think he's just another neoliberal, just or neo. He's actually neoconservative, just like the rest of them. I think he's just he's malleable enough that whether it's his wife or it's you know people around him, like I sure as shit don't trust Kamala Harris. She scares the shit out of me. We'll get we can get it. We're not going to yeah. get into that. That's We're a whole other rabbit hole. But like I I I don't think that he'll make it through. I think it'll end up being that Kamala Harris will take over, and then she'll be running for president next time and the Republicans are going to probably, who knows, it's probably going to end up being some, you know, chode like Tom Cotton or something or fucking Ted Cruz. Cancun Ted. Fuck dude. <laughs> Ted Cruz got fucking what crucified, a fucking man. Idiot. What a fucking, you know what? Like, he's a senator. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. They're just there to get rich. We know this. But like when, how bad does it look? You're wealthy and you're just like, Man, it's hot. You know what? Let's. It's cold. I don't want to be cold no more. Let's go to. Let's go to. Let's go to Cancun. We're gonna go to Mexico. Literally, everyone is freezing to death in Texas, and he's just like, I'm. I'm out of here, and just yeets himself to Cancun. Gets caught, blames his daughters, and then gets caught again and comes back, and is then trying to say like, you know, passing out water and shit, like he's some good Samaritan. It's so funny. Listen, listen. I don't blame the guy. I don't blame the guy. Listen, he's he's fucking rich, bro. Let him go to Mexico. I don't blame the guy. Be I don't blame people. If you're rich and you got a means to get out, get out. Fine, whatever. But it's like you're supposed to be a public servant, you know. You're supposed you're to supposed pretend to, to give a shit about leader. people. Yeah, exactly. You're the state yeah. senator. You're exactly. tech. You could make an argument that on a bigger scale, your state senator is more important than your governor. You know, he's the one who should be liaising between the feds with the governor. And he did nothing. No. Fucking people from New York did more for Texas than he did. And then their whole fucking like boondoggle of deregulating their energy sector and their energy cutting themselves off from the, the, the rest of the country's energy grid because they didn't want the feds meddling hey. in Texas. I Time out. I like that move. It's eventually, dude, having their own separate grid is bad. It didn't wait. It's listen, terrible. It's a bad idea. Some slack. It, no, it's, no, it's not. No, it's not. It didn't work out this time. They'll fix it. The system will get better. But listen, if there's, God forbid, there's some sort of attack or event that cuts power off to the West Coast or to the East Coast, they'll be they'll be there and be like, fuck you guys. They'll we be fine and we'll all burn while Texas yep. is just like, we're in Texas, we take care of our own and nobody else. First off, I am a, I am a proud fucking Texas. I like Texas. Okay. I Don't get me wrong. I love Texas. I would live in Texas. Don't, don't mess with Texas, no. baby. But here's, mm. here's the thing. Okay. If they were like of any state in the country, right? Texas and California legitimately could actually go by themselves and be fine or be close to fine. But the Texas has a great. I mean, Texas has their own economy. They have travel. They have their own energy sector, everything. They'd be fine. The reason they cut off their energy grid from the rest of the country was because they didn't want to deal with keeping their energy grid up to up to code. Essentially, they just didn't want to have a code. So they just be like, fuck it, whatever. 
And it doesn't even make sense why they cut themselves off, though, because power doesn't really go between states. It's all generated locally, and then states can transfer power between states if their grid is in need. Texas can't do that. That's why they were so fucked is because Oklahoma couldn't be like, hey, we got you. Here's some power. Let me, listen, listen, let me fucking make something real clear to you, okay? <laughs> Here in Texas. In, let, me, let me, let me, let me just, let, let me, me go get my, I'll replace my cat ears on my headphones and go get my cowboy hat that's downstairs. Listen, listen, okay? Texas is a fucking republic, okay? <laughs> and we didn't need any help from anybody. You understand me? They did just fine. With the fucking power that they had. Okay. <laughs> Did they though? <laughs> Fuck yeah, brother. I feel so bad for the people in Texas that just got caught up in this dumb game that are sitting there and their house is flooding and frozen and they're just like, I don't care, think please. It was it wasn't any worse than fucking it was up here and we were it fine. was dude, it was I mean, way it was way they had snow on the beach in Galveston, Texas. You know it. I know you're from Texas. I've spent time in Texas. You know Texas doesn't get that cold. It maybe gets like 45. Sometimes it does in like in the south of Texas, things can get kind of squirrely. But not for like a week, not below freezing for a week. Even in Oregon, we don't get that, you know? Where is it? That's the thing though. (laughs) This is global warming. Climate instability is global warming. It's not just gonna get hot, it's gonna get real hot and then real fucking cold fast. You know, I know it's a joke. Did you know that the planet actually warmed due to coronavirus? Really? By like a half. Yeah, 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 dude. Because like, here's Just the thing: more when, energy, like more electrical use, you know, or something. Um, I, I, you have to Google this. I don't remember to, yeah, quite. See. Hundred percent positive of this, though. It warmed just a scotch. Even though the planet healed quite a bit, there was an ozone layer, layer that was, I think, repaired. But for the most part, a lot of cool shit happened. But it actually warmed. Yeah, here we um, see. Um, according to the National Center for Atmospheric Research, temperatures over Earth's land surface last spring were about 0.2 to 0.5 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than they would have been except with prevailing weather conditions. Warmer than expected. So, yeah, that is interesting. I know that, like, that's been the nice thing. You would think that, like, you know, the planet was healing because we're the virus. Uh, I hate that that (laughs) meme. It warmed so much, or it warmed in, like, you know, you could see how, like, I even here around here, I remember, like, in the spring, there were way more hearing, way more birds and way more nature sounds in my in town than I have ever heard in my whole time living here. Like, I'd hear it up in the hills, but not down here. Actually, thinking back on the first part of the, the quarantine, which was, the weather was so fucking glorious, it dude. Was and that made it... That's what's going on. It was like 70, 80 degrees in spring, and then it fucking came back to June, and it drained the entire June. June was shit. June (laughs) was fucked. And then it was just hot as fuck. It was the worst spring ever, and everyone believed it was the best spring ever because they're like, it was so sunny in like March and in April. And then I was like, yeah, we had had like two, three weeks of sun and gloriousness, and then it all turned to shit, and you just – Hanged on that's, to that. I think that's you know? why lockdown has been like not too tough on me up until maybe like a month ago, is because it's been 
nice. You know, I can go hiking. I can do this, whatever. And then now it's just, it's cold. It's raining. It's dark. I can't go anywhere. What the fuck am I supposed to do, but just be depressed until March, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I I couldn't agree with you. I, th- I think that and I think that's a major regions because I'm ready to fucking go get some sun. That's I've already bu- I've already bought my ticket to Arizona. I'm dialed in. Yeah, but I'm just like I get like this around this time of year, mm-hmm. and that's when I re- like about three years ago. That's when I realized I got to get out of the Pacific Northwest. Like I got to get the fuck out. Yeah, I can't be here. <laughs> get above the clouds. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta get out, dude. I got. I'm, dude, I'm fucking black, bro. I'm a tropical person. I need sun. You're subtropical. You know, you need I, heat. <laughs> like, I need. I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I come. I, then I, I go in March. I come back. Uh, normally, I used to go in February, but the group of uh, of the homies I do it with, they, I don't know, they're bitches. So I should have done. It. I, I might fucking no. I moved it to March to catch baseball. That's why I did that. But that's um. I might have to. I might have to fucking move it back to to February again and just take my girl, dude. Just just to just, just go. dip set out of here. Just go. Yeah, I might go this weekend, bro. No, Fuck I'm just it. kidding. No, I thought about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I have. No. I have never been to Arizona, but Northern Arizona seems nice. Like a Flagstaff. You think I would? You'd hate it. Yeah. Too hot. Just, it's just like like right now. It's like seventy five degrees, sunny, blue skies. That doesn't sound too bad. Nah, you'd hate it, man. Trust me. <laughs> I get tired of the sun. Probably be like, give me rain. Yeah, take well, me home. You did. They pick you. They pick you out like this because those motherfuckers are wearing like sweatshirts and jeans, and you mm-hmm. you'll show up like it. I'd be in shorts and a t shirt. You kidding oh, me? <laughs> you're swimming in the pool, and they'll look at you like, "What are you doing?" And you're it's like, like "It's summertime, baby." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I love I love Arizona. I love it. I love the desert in the winter time. It's great. It's I want to go. I want to go to the desert out in Eastern Oregon. I think that would be cool. I've never been out there past Bend. At Dude, least. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get your ass. You're gonna love it. I know. It. I got to. I, there's a there's a trip I'm planning to do sometime in the next six months. There's a, a string of like old ghost towns that are like within like a two hour drive of bend or so. So like maybe like four and a half hours from here that they're all like all along one highway and it's like great photography. It would be so cool to go to and try and do like that. And then like go hike like little crater Lake and stuff up by zigzag. Yeah. I'm just a mountain person, you know, that's I'm a, I think I'm a beach guy personally. I like the I like I the think big. I'm the I'm the like Pacific Northern Pacific beach person that's just like walk along the beach but not go in the water. Oh yeah, that's that's me definitely too. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of ocean swimming by any means. Mm-hmm. Sort of crazy shit, there, you know. I've seen one too many sharks. But attacks. uh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um do we have to uh we also need to kind of look up some I watched um I was watching a, a, a part of this documentary about uh planets man mm-hmm. and uh they found I think it's K2 something mm-hmm. some planet 
where they believe the temperature is like 75 degrees. There's fucking want, visible water on top. Mm-hmm. And it's in our soil. It's like 20, uh, 20 light years away. Mm-hmm. And as a, there's, and I'm like, what? There's like several planets they've discovered with fucking water. Is that on the them. Gliza, Shit, Gliza system? Might be. No, no, it's, it's, it's in the, uh, we, we might be. Might be talking I about know two that different it, planets. I know that it's in the Milky Way galaxy. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. There's no way they can okay. see a, an exoplanet in another galaxy right now. Dude, I don't know if that's 100% not true. I think it would be. I think you might be able to detect them, but there's no way that they could image. They they still can't really even directly image it yet. They don't have a big enough mirror. There's like two telescopes that are being built right now that could actually do it, but they're still not done. And one of them isn't theoretic. Isn't even physically possible currently. Theoretically, oh, no. did there did this documentary? They're convinced we're going to discover some sort of life in the next like ten to twenty years. Probably. And and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're gonna. I'm gonna bring us, and then and then we're gonna have to the end of the show. K two eighteen B. I think so. Do you see it? Uh, yeah. It's. I'm. We're looking at a NASA article from uh, about a year and a half ago about finding yeah. uh, water vapor on a habitable habitable zone exoplanet for the first time. Exactly, dude. Exactly, That's pretty bro. Cool. I'm, yeah. Do you know about this? I I think I had heard of this. I don't know if I've heard of this planet exactly. I know that a while ago when uh, the Gliese system, that there were like seven or eight exoplanets around it, and there were at least three of them that were in the habitable zone, and there were a couple of them they thought were rocky. Um, so I'd heard of those, but I don't. I'd probably have heard of this, but not at least consciously. It's pretty cool though. The way that this was. The way that this was explained, listen, I'm a huge proponent of aliens, intelligent life, but listen, let's just be realistic. We're probably not going to find those for a while. All right. I believe if you listen, there's probably a high degree that you're one of those weirdos of beliefs too. But this is how it was explained to me. And I like this documentary. I don't remember the name of it, so I'm sorry. But if we find one fucking microbe, that basically proved that life can happen anywhere. is more of the no it's more of the rule and not the exception yeah yeah is it like, like okay so we know we have water there's a microbe like this is going there's life like this so this is super common like this is and then it and then it's over like the whole debate like it's i don't even know why there's a debate anymore like are we there's a fucking microbe out there somewhere on another planet maybe even a fungus or did Gar- Gar- I mean, it's pl- it's plausible that life on Earth came from, you know, an asteroid. an asteroid or a comet or something that had microbes on it that somehow survived. Oh know? yeah, I mean, there's just so much, dude. We're so stupid as a species. Like, I mean, we're very smart. We got the Elons. Oh, we got the Bill Gates. We got the Steve Jobs. We got you know, well, we, three, we got we pick three of the worst people. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare hate on my boy Elon Musk. Bro. He's a him. snake oil salesman, dude. Fuck you. I dude. still want to buy his cyber truck. Don't you get it twisted? But he's a total snake oil salesman. He's gonna okay, he's gonna right. figure out a way to get to Mars and fuck off and then make like indentured servitude to get people there and just give rich people a way to get off the planet when it dies. <laughs> considering where his, considering where his family got their money, you know. I don't think that rich people want to go to Mars. You have a high probability of death. I don't There's know, no man. fucking oxygen. 
when there's the planet no, starts no, dying here in the next like 150 years, I think uh, I think they might take so we'll the chance. Be, we, will be, we, we will be dead by this time that that happens. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, there's what what do they say? There's the there's the like most extreme thing that like the Earth realistically has like 50 plus years, 50, 60 years left until it's like borderline inhabitable and the seas start rising or something. And then there's other ones that it's like maybe 150, 200 years. But it's whatever it is, we're almost to the point of no return. Ah, no, 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 we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Well, here's the, we might we might not be fine, but the planet will be oh, fine, yeah, and it'll sure. seed a new form of life. You know, I mean, it's we'll happened just, before. We'll just, we'll just oh, for sure, dude. We'll just vanish off into the cause. That's kind of weird to think about. We'll be extinct. We'll be done. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Sad man, thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, wow. But also, it's like you know, there've been extinction. Like, what was the the Permian extinction was that the great dying where like 95% yeah. of species on the planet died or something like that. Yeah. It's so sad because, um, you know, if I could bring back any extinct animal and without beyond, without fucking question, I'd bring back, well, I'd bring back two. Uh-huh. I'd bring back. God, if you don't say ma- saber tooth tigers. Nope. I'd <sighs> fucking mastodons, mastodons and woolly. Yeah. Yeah. Mastodon, woolly mammoths are two different species. I think I think a mastodon's a little bit smaller and a woolly mammoth is much larger. I'd bring back both of them. And I'd just I'd fucking let them roam on the plains of Siberia. And it'd be fucking dope, dude. That would be great. Be the great. And saber tooth sloth- tigers. That would be cool too. No, fuck that dude. I'm not bringing back a saber. That's terrifying. Honestly, you know what I want? I want giant land sloths. That would be the that one. Would- they, I mean, there used to be in in this area in like what maybe a few million years ago, there were giant land sloths that were like the size of like I think rhinoceros or elephant. Maybe not as big as elephants, but like rhinoceros sized sloths. That sounds so God, cool. That's so the uh, mega shark would be cool. Too. Oh, megalodon. Yeah, that megalodon, dude. There's probably something that lives in the ocean that that size anyway. I think They've that's been what's so. Fuck that. That's one of those wild things is that you know it is good that I'm I'm happy that you know space exploration like just yesterday they or when was that yesterday the day before uh, landed a new rover on Mars and today just released the very first live video or like real video recording of another planet. Like of the whole thing descending, landing, everything. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. What the fuck? Send me the link. Yeah, we'll drop that in the show notes, dude. Oh my god, I didn't know that at yeah, all. It's the it's no, like I did the, per, the Perseverance I did know rover. Yeah, Perseverance Mars. Oh, I did know that. I didn't know, I, didn't, I didn't know they recorded that. Yeah, they just today they just no. had just finished downloading the onboard camera, and it's not. It is not stitched together photos. It is live video, like real video of the shoots deploying, it landing, everything. It's it's so cool. It's like, holy shit, we're on another planet, you know? It's so cool. God, it's fucking sick. I can't wait for people to go to Mars, bro. <sighs> See, Dude, when, of- when we become interplanet... Go ahead. Sorry. When we become an interplanet... <laughs> 
species. When we become an interplanetary species, that's just going to be the best, dude. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. Would you I, go to Mars? I think if it weren't like if I could take my family with me and there was a legitimate shot at surviving, yeah, I think. Why not? You know? There's no return, though. I mean, I've got a history in my family have been you know, immigrants and mobile and take a shot to move somewhere west and just figure shit out, I'd do it. What the fuck, you know? It'd be so cool. Fuck. No, nope, just be like Matt, Matt Damon just start growing potatoes on Mars. <laughs> That's so nutty, man. That's so nutty. Totally well, brother, uh, I wouldn't. Really? Well, wait, no, no, that's not true. If I, I don't believe. If, if I, I, don't if believe I was you. able to go as an, if I was able to go as an older man, I would do it and die there. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Why not? Kind of like John Stasi's old man's war. Yeah. Just be useful at the end, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyways, man. Um, as always, dude. What a glorious pleasure. We uh, darted in and out of some intense subject. I came <laughs> yeah, in, right? shared with the world my uh, my honorary side, my rebellious streak. But I'd like to leave you guys with some parting words. <clears throat> Keep on fucking keeping on. I know that the coronavirus can can get us all down, but it won't last forever. And we're about a month, a month and a half away of sunshine, spring, giggles, dresses, if uh, you're a man and interested in that, and bro tanks, if you're a girl and interested in that, and all other shades in between. So fucking keep on keeping on, peeps, and keep living the dream. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.